Hey guys, thanks for hopping on another episode of The Soaring Seagull. Uh, this week I read the book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And I love habits so much. I'm really excited about this podcast. Um, there's a few questions I'm going to read out so that you understand what this podcast is about. And then I'm going to go ahead and answer those questions one by one. So the first question we're going to answer today is what is a habit? After that, we're going to move on to why are habits important for me? After that, we're going to go ahead and speak about what are my current habits? Next, how do I start a new habit? Next, how do I get rid of a bad habit? And then the last portion of this podcast, I'm going to speak to you about how do I use habits to serve me? So uh, back to question number one, what is a habit? So according to the power of habit, habits, anything that you do that you don't really need to think about it as you do it. So eating is a habit, putting, you know, we don't, every time we eat a meal or eat food, we don't actually think, okay, I'm going to take this spoon, I'm going to pick it up with my dominant hand, then I'm going to scoop it up just the way to where it doesn't fall off and I'm going to carefully put it into my mouth and then I'm going to chew it up till it's chewed up enough to where then I can swallow it so that my stomach can digest it. That's not something that we have to do. It's just something we've done so much. It's simple. It's second nature and we get it done. Same thing with like driving a car or um, walking even, you know, very simple, simple, simple concept level of things that we do where we're not thinking about doing them. And the goal for um, habits in your life, and I'll speak more about this later in the episode, is to do the things that you've created as a habit, such as maybe reading or listening to an audiobook or meditating or gratitude, you know, um, things that will serve you that are not hard for you to do second nature, but serve you in the way that they help make your life better because of the habit you've created not to necessarily sit down and eat a whole tub of ice cream and watch a, a rom-com, but to get up at 7 a.m. because you're up at 7 a.m. because your body wakes you up because that's what you've been doing for X amount of time. And now you just get up, you get your clothes on, and you go for a run because that's the habit you've created for yourself. And you would feel naked if you didn't do that because you've just done it so often for yourself if that makes sense. So um, that's what habits are. Question number two, why are habits important for me or for us? So when we have goals, which I hope everybody listening to this podcast has, and if you don't have goals, you can always reach out to me. I do have a um, service where I can sit down with you, really understand what your vision for your life is, and then help create a plan and a goal for you to get where you're wanting to be. Um, there is a audio track on YouTube called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. And he speaks about habits as well there. If you haven't heard that one, it's a really good one. I'm going to get back on track. So why are habits important for me? Habits are important for me because when... I set habits up that get me to my long-term goal, then 
I'm able to get to my long-term goal and grow along the way in a way where it wasn't struggle as bad because the things that I was doing every single day were designed to get me to that end goal. And that's the key um, for a habit is if I'm going to be a race car driver one day, that's my goal, right? I know it's what I want. I know it's what's going to make me happy. And so I say, okay, I'm going to be a race car driver. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to create habits that I do every single day that get me to the point where one day after doing the habits so often, I will now become a fantastic race car driver. And what that might look like for somebody who's a race car driver is it might look like um, studying videos on people who are race car drivers. Every day I'm going to watch a video at 7 a.m. on people who race cars. The next habit that you establish might be like, well, race car drivers have to have stamina. So I'm going to run X amount of miles every day at 8 o'clock in the morning because I know that if and when I do that, it's going to make it so that by the time I'm ready to be a race car driver, I have the stamina and ability to do that. Um, and so that's really simple. There's a lot more habits to create for whatever your goals or desires are. Um, and that's where if you're having any type of a problem, once again, I'm happy to sit down with you and go over what habits would be good for whatever position it is you're looking for. But with enough thought, you can probably come up with those habits yourself and work a way to, to get into them. So that's why habits are important for me is because I know that when I have a long-term goal, and I have these small habits that I create that lead me to my long-term goal that I don't need now to focus on the long-term goal. All I need now is to focus on the habits and what I'm doing every day to get me to eventually that long-term goal. Number three, what are my current habits? So before you get into establishing new habits and writing down 10 things that you're going to do every day and having a time you're going to do them every single day, it's important to understand what habits are currently in place, whether they're good or bad. If they're good and they're serving you, wonderful. You're doing a great job. You've already got a couple things that you don't have to work towards as far as new creating of habits. Those habits you have, if they're towards your long-term goal and you're already doing them, perfect. Now you get to think maybe, what are the bad ones that are mixed in with the good ones? And be honest with yourself. It's not like you're broadcasting this across the nation. You're going to just do this with yourself. But be honest with yourself. If you like to maybe drink a little too much at the end of a day or if you like to smoke cigarettes or smoke anything, if you like to do drugs, recreational or you know habitually, um, if you like to overindulge in eating sugar or candy or pastries, um, any of those things that that are not serving you towards that goal that you care so much about, take a look at those as well. And when you look at those habits, you will, and I'll get to this on the next topic on how do I get rid of a bad habit. But when you look at those bad habits, it's going to help you understand kind of really where you're at, good and bad, and give you a good overall view of what's going on, what's working for you in your life right now as far as habits go, and what's not working for you right now as far as habits go. And so um, the next question is, how do I start a new habit? I love this. I love this so much. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. 
So um, I read this book not too long ago called um, What Successful People Do Before Breakfast or something like that. And it's like a 30-minute audiobook. It's very easy to read. Um, it talks about willpower and it talks about um, desire and it talks about like every single person, me included, only has so much we can take on all at once, all at the same time that's new before we no longer feel like we want to do it anymore because we just are tired, right? I'm sure I'm not the only person that has got really motivated, created this amazing list of how I'm going to live my life, and it was seriously perfect, and then woke up the next day, did my list, felt on top of the world, amazing, you know, two, three days into the process, still doing it, still going strong, feeling incredible. A week goes by, still on my game, feeling incredible. And then a week and a half goes by. And now I'm like, feel like I did some of the things on my list, some of the things I didn't have time to do or didn't have the drive to do, didn't really want to do it. So I didn't do it. And then by the end of the two, three week period, I'm right back to where I was before I even started this amazing new change for my life where I'm actually maybe even backwards doing things worse than I was before I started because I'm just tired and frustrated and I want the results faster than I am actually getting them. And so I feel discouraged and start all over. And I can't tell you guys enough that I did that for at least five or six years of my life where it was like on the game, off the game, on the game, off the game, on the game, off the game, roller coaster ride of frustration and anxiety and stress, really. So now I get to help you guys out here with how do I start a new habit? One at a time, baby. One at a time. So go ahead and create that list of what your perfect day looks like when you're operating on all cylinders. You are absolutely going to do this at this time, this at this time. You know, I'm going to be up at 5 a.m. I'm going to go on a two-mile run at 5.30. I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast at 7.30. I'm going to shower. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to do 100 push-ups. I'm going to do 100 sit-ups, so on and so forth, right? Go ahead and start one at a time, and you need to do this 27 days in a row without skipping a day. Just the one thing, the first thing on your list. You're going to keep the list because that's what you're going to work towards as you move forward in life. It's really not going to take a long time. If you think about it, 27 days, I'm going to wake up at 7 or at 5 a.m., whatever the goal is. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m., 27 days in a row. I don't care about anything else on my list. If I decide I want to do the stuff on my list that gets me more, I'm going to do it. But the one thing I will not waver on is waking up at 5 a.m. 27 days in a row. No doubt. That's the one. So once I've done that 27 days in a row, I've woken up at 5 a.m. Now it's time to look at your list and go to number two. So you wake up at 5 a.m. that following day and now you do your 100 push-ups right out of bed, right? And now you focus on that second goal 
as well as the habit you've created. Because now you're going to wake up at 5 a.m. That's just what you're going to do because that's what you've been doing. That's your habit you created because you did it 27 days in a row. Now it's a habit. So the next step, push-ups. So you're going to do your push-ups 27 days in a row. You're going to get up at 5, then do your push-ups 27 days in a row. Boom. That's established. Then you go down to your third one. I'm going to run three miles after I get up at 5 and do 100 push-ups. So you wake up at 5, you do your 100 push-ups, and now you run your three and a half miles after that. And you do that 27 days in a row. And I think me me saying this, you get the point, right? Hopefully I'm, I'm really dialing it in there where you understand where this is coming from because it's so important. And I know you're like, Kevin, I can do more. I can do a bunch of stuff at the same time. And, and you know what? I'd be lying if I said, maybe you, you could, maybe you couldn't, doesn't matter. The science of it and as simple as possible, one thing at a time, 27 days in a row, don't miss a day and build yourself up. And it'll take however many habits you have. I mean, hopefully you have enough to where it takes you a year, maybe more, to where now you've got these 12, 13, 14, 15 habits that are all serving you towards that long-term goal you created for yourself where you are unwaveringly hitting every single one of them, but you did it over a course of 27 days at a time, just that one thing, making it a habit, and then getting to that long-term goal. Man, that's exciting. I'm super happy you guys got to hear that. I hope it helps out. Number five, how do I get rid of a bad habit? Easier said than done, right? Bad habits, smoking, drinking, drugs, uh, eating too much, watching movies all the time, negative self-talk, you know, thinking that the world's out to get, there's so many negative habits that aren't that hard to create. Um, one of my my lifelong coaches and good friends, Jared Frank, freaking the man, the myth, the legend, Jared Frank. Here's one of his quotes. He'd say, he'd say to me, Kevin, whether a habit's good or bad, you're gonna you're gonna be a servant to that habit. And uh, that always sticks with me because I think about habits that I have in my life that maybe aren't the best and habits that I have in my life that are good, but he's totally right. I'm a servant to my habits, whether they're good or they're bad. So let's make them good for ourselves. We deserve it. We deserve to live a happy life. We deserve to be happy. We deserve to be loved. We deserve to chase our dreams. We only have one life and we deserve to live it. So to get rid of a bad habit, the book explains things called cues or triggers. So, um, for example, I will talk about um, cookies and I'll talk about like bad eating, right? So the book brings up an example of somebody who's in an office and every day at three o'clock, he likes to get up and walk to the cafeteria. He likes to get himself a chocolate chip cookie and then he likes to talk to some friends while he's eating and then he likes to come back to work. Well, that habit of eating his chocolate chip cookie um, caused him to, to gain weight, weight that he didn't want. And he wanted to break the habit, but he didn't know how. And so it's all about the cues. So was it the fact that he actually wanted a cookie? Was it the fact that maybe he just felt like he needed some sugar, like a pick-me-up? Was it the fact that he liked to socialize and so he just wanted to get up and take a break and socialize? 
Um, was it that he just needed to go on a walk? Maybe he needed to just walk around. But because he did it getting a cookie every time, that's what he thought he needed. So in order to break that habit, you first have to identify why it is that you're doing the habit that's not serving you in the first place. What's the reward that you're getting? What's the, what is it, what's the reason you're doing the bad habit to begin with? And once you can identify why it is you're doing the bad habit to begin with, then you can, you can substitute the bad habit and create a new habit from that bad habit. And um, back to the cookie example, he did an experiment and you have to experiment with yourself and this takes time and it takes energy and it's worth it because you're worth it. But um, his coach basically said, okay, this time when you get up, I don't want you to buy a cookie. Go ahead and buy a donut and do everything the same. Just replace the cookie with the donut and come back um, to your desk when you're done and write down the first three things that come to your mind about how you're feeling. And so the guy got up, did his thing, went to the cafeteria, bought a donut, did his talking, came back, and he wrote down that he felt good, that 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 his craving was satisfied. His craving of whatever it was he's looking for was satisfied. And so his coach says, okay, that's good. Next time, go, and instead of buying a donut, buy yourself an apple. So the guy goes, buys himself, walks to the cafeteria, buys himself an apple, talks to his friends, goes back to his desk, and he feels good. Once again, his, his craving for what was happening was satisfied. Um, and so the coach says, okay, well, this time walk to the cafeteria, don't buy anything, talk to the people that are there and come back to your desk. So the guy goes, walks to the cafeteria, doesn't buy anything, talks to people, comes back to his desk and he's like, yeah, I still feel good. Interesting, okay. So now don't go to the cafeteria, just go on a walk around the building and go be grateful and come back, see how you feel. The guy does that. He gets up, doesn't go to the cafeteria, walks around the building, comes back, sits down and does not feel satisfied. He didn't like that. He still has a craving to um, get more out of what his experience was. And so his coach says, okay, this time, the next day I want you to get up, Go walk around, go socialize with some of your friends, and then come back and write down how you feel. So the guy gets up, goes, walks around, talks to his friends, sits down, and feels satisfied. And he learned that what he really was craving was social interaction with other people and not the cookie that he was going after every single day. And so then he was able to replace the cookie and the eating with walking and socializing with people for 15 minutes and coming back to work, feeling refocused and re-energized. And so it's a process of really understanding what it is that you're getting out of that bad habit and identifying the reward you're looking for and then working towards that new reward and finding that out. Number six, how do I use habits to serve me? I've explained that in this podcast so far. We use habits to serve us by creating step-by-step lifestyle things that we do every single day that get us to our goal that's long-term. So habits serve us because they allow us to get to that place that we want to go. All right, guys. I hope this helped you guys. 
I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you for spending the time on this podcast. You are amazing. And I hope that this finds you well. Love you. Have a good day.